This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti And Sam Batesh. Where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. All right. Happy Halloween week, Taylor. Happy Halloween. Boo. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, I know you are. You saw some <laughs> scary pictures of me, by the way. So You I, did. You looked you looked great in your Halloween costume. I wish I could have come, but my call time on Sunday mornings is quite early. It's a lot. It's Even though you do usually get a text from me. I do. And by the way, despite... Saying happy Sunday. Despite when I went to bed because of the Halloween party on Saturday night, I was still, still up early with you. You did. To make sure... That we had everything straight on a big NFL Sunday. And it was a terrifying Halloween night at my place with a crazy party. By the way, let's catch up, Taylor. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh. Yes, it's not a Halloween podcast, although because it's Halloween week. And you know what is really scary? Tell me what's scary. Is that the Dolphins just scored their second touchdown ah. of the night against the Steelers. The 0-6 <laughs> Dolphins in the first quarter. What is going on here? Could we see... <laughs> The first win for Miami. I, I'm going to say this much, though, Taylor. You know what's scarier than that? He does not. Oh. We're looking at a is, Steelers fan with his face painted. He does Steelers not look very fan. happy. He is all Halloweened out, and he is not excited about what he just saw. Yeah. What's scarier than this, though, to me, is what I saw on Sunday. from Which, the, which thing? Uh, which game? You know what's scary to me, and it should be scary for the rest of the league? The 8-0 New England Patriots. Well, I think that we've... No, not. You know what else I think is really scary? Give it to me. Is the undefeated 49ers. They were scary also. And you know what else I think is scary? Tell me. Is the Saints. Drew Brees is back. No rust on him. No Alvin Kamara. No problem. It's really terrifying that the Saints were undefeated without Drew Brees. Now he comes back. We expect a significant drop just because he has just been on the a little field. rusty. And you've got no Alvin Kamara, your best running back. It's not an issue at all. Latavius Murray all over the field, just as well as Teddy Bridgewater for Drew Brees. Defensively, offensive line, running game, they're scary. Another team that was scary to me because I feel like Aaron Rodgers. Packers. I feel like Aaron Rodgers has just been saving this. And I thought the scariest moment of the day was maybe looking at Deshaun Watson as if he was just in a prize fight after the game, after getting kicked in the face before the game winning yeah. touchdown. The pass nobody itself was ever, scary. Like, nobody wants to see Deshaun And I think Watson that was scary him. what happened to him as well. But I will contend, Taylor, that the scariest thing still is the Patriots. The Patriots at 8 0 at the top of the league. Now, it is the purpose of this podcast between you and I to figure out not who necessarily can or will beat the Patriots, but who at least at this point has a shot has a shot at beating the Patriots. And I'm just going to give it to you right out, Taylor. 
Tell me right now who you think that team is to you. There's three that stand out to me. Okay. In the NFC. And it's the 49ers, the Packers, and the Saints. So you think there's really those three all at least could put something together to beat them. All right. Well, yeah. then, then let's jump in. The 49ers. Tell me what you saw Sunday from the Niners. Now, let's just go over something that I, I had a quick little slumber on Sunday. I, was, I watched all the early games. took a little bit of a snooze. That's and nice. when I woke up, it was you, nice. didn't, you didn't want to tune into it my nice. afternoon fantasy league. Uh, let's be clear. I am following you at all times. <laughs> I am with you at all times. You find know my that. friends. You've got uh, yes, find my friends I on do. me. Okay. So I am absolutely in tune with what you're doing. But when I woke from my slumber, 51 mm-hmm. to 13, was that the most surprising score of yes. the day? No doubt. And throughout the entire game, it never felt any different than that score indicates. There was one moment. The Panthers moment. were coming off a bye. The Panthers, this we were we talked about this beforehand. We said this is going to be a true test for the 49ers because the Panthers are a very good team. And it, and it was, and it was not. It was not difficult for them at all. They rushed for 232 yards. They sacked Kyle Allen seven times. Nick Bosa had three sacks and an interception. They made two times as many first downs as Carolina. You know, what? We, you know what we call that? When we Tevin that Coleman score? scored four touchdowns. When we look do you at want that me to box keep going? Score, no, you know what we do? We look at that box score, and what do we say, Taylor? It was gross. That was gross. Kyle Allen came into that game. He hadn't thrown an interception all season, and the Niners get three on him. You just mentioned it, by the way, the over 200 yards rushing. You know they've done that three times now this season? They've got That's terrifying. Three- backs back there how about this scary remember that their starting running back was supposed to be Jarek mckinnon for the second year (laughs) in the row they lost him in the preseason and it didn't matter at all they've got mustard tevin coleman and brita i don't know who to watch on that field and the offensive line without joe staley hasn't missed a beat Mm -hmm. whatsoever and And frankly you don't want to hear this wait let me just sneak it in i know you don't don't do it don't do it don't speak bad about jimmy jimmy garoppolo hasn't had to do much. I'm not going to say weakest link because I think that's ridiculous. that's ridiculous. I don't even think they have a weak link at the moment. But Jimmy does not have to have a heavy lift for this team at the moment. At 7-0. You know who else is scary is Nick Bosa. Nick Holy Bosa. Cow. How has Nick Bosa come into this league? And I'll, I'll give Doug Gottlieb credit for this one. He said something incredible today to Colin, which really stuck with me. The Niners, because of Jimmy Garoppolo's injury last season lucked into this pick to get Nick Bosa. It's incredible how the fortune favors those who are very well prepared, and certainly the Niners have been, and they've been an incredible organization when you look at the history of the NFL. But I'm sorry, Nick Bosa is an incredible gift to a team we thought was already headed in the right direction. And he was fierce out there Mm -hmm. against Carolina. Now, I don't know if this is just one of those games where Carolina is going to throw away the tape and say, all right, yeah, that didn't go so well. But it's but not like they say can that say, yeah, I when, don't think when so. When it's a 49ers team that's undefeated, that has shown this sort of dominance over so many teams Well, now. Taylor, you were there live Monday night in Santa Clara when they took apart. I mean, they took they apart manhandled the, the Cleveland Browns. Browns. I mean, that was like yeah. a kid who likes to go in and take apart his toys. That's what happened to the Browns that day. The parents walk in and say, what, what happened in this what room? Heck happened? What happened in here? Yeah. And they did it to the Panthers, a team we were not expecting to ever look like that at any Mm -hmm. point. All right, so that's the Niners. I want to move on because you said there's three teams here. So give me what you think about the Packers. Now, of course, the Packers played on Sunday night. The Chiefs 
didn't have Mahomes, although the game was competitive all the way through. You got to give Andy yeah, credit. He you got to give Matt prepared. Moore a lot wow. of credit. That wow, was, what a game that was! And I'm only, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, that was going from score to score. That game was back and forth, which is what we expected when it was going to be Mahomes versus mm-hmm. Rodgers. I thought the Chiefs really I looked they like they were on point. Job. I will say this much: the, the the where I missed Mahomes was in this moment. Now, some people are giving Andy Reid a little heat for this, that with five minutes to go, he punts mm-hmm. the ball. I thought it was the right move, by the way, Taylor. He's got three timeouts, and his defense was, was not playing move. awful. It and was the safe move. you got Matt Moore in at quarterback. You don't have Patrick Mahomes. That's Andy Reid ex- was doing thank you. what thank you, thank any you, other thank you. smart, conservative, it's not even first logical. Of all, it's logical, not conservative. Andy Reid hasn't run things conservatively. Yeah, no, no, but I it, it was the conservative a, approach. If you were really trying moment. to go in there and win, you would have gone for it. Except I think it's the right move because of what you just said. If it's Mahomes fourth and three, your playbook is a lot more wide open than it is with Moore. And it was the right move because it's not like they hadn't gotten to Rodgers. They sacked Rodgers in a crucial spot at the end of the first half. It's some not of the as, plays and some of the throws that Rodgers made last night were spectacular well the one throw, on the run and we're going to talk about going this in down, but the throw he made puts it in in his receiver's hands i mean you can't ask for any by the way, more not than his that. receiver's hand his running back's hand yeah which was, it was yeah. an impressive night for the running backs but what a catch by aaron jones in the back of the end zone i marveled at aaron Rodgers all night never so much so than in that throw which we all thought was going out of the back of the end zone it reminded me of the throw that russell wilson had made on thursday night football yeah. against the rams to lock it where it seems as if the quarterback's throwing it completely out of bounds, and lo and behold, his receiver comes back in the end of the in the, at the in the end zone in the corner of the end zone, making a beautiful catch. All right, so clearly the Packers, and you think the Packers have the entire package that they could compete with the Patriots? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Well, they had the most improved defense coming into this season. They've got Aaron Rodgers, which possible MVP. He's certainly in the running he's this certainly season. In the running. There's about five guys, but he's definitely in the running. And I would say for two weeks in a row now, he's probably the leader if we talk MVP. And they've candidates. got a strong running game, which allows Aaron to not, when his receivers are injured, because he's had a lot of injured receivers he's, this year. He's played without Devontae Adams. His most impressive weeks of the season, which I would say are the last two, he's done it without Devontae Adams. Yeah. And so it's taking some of the pressure off of him, but then when he does need to perform, he performs. Okay, now before we get to the Saints, I've got a very important message because something I did on Saturday night. Now, before I transformed into the Joker on Saturday night, I actually shaved my entire face because I was not wow. going to put I was not going to put white paint all over my face. I just thought that was a little aggressive. Uh-huh. So instead, I just shaved. I did wear red lipstick, which was it interesting. Amazing and on you, thank I you thought. very much. I also had green hair, which I was I saw that it was a nice touch. It was, but. How was my face so clean and beautiful? I was wondering the same thing. That's because I have a Harry's razor. Did you know that, Taylor? Of course you know that. I've I've talked about it many times. Now, humans have been shaving for thousands of years, but the secret to a great shave hasn't changed. It's a great razor. And what we really want, by the way, is a durable blade at a fair price. How much do I have to spend on razors? Well, how about go to Harry's where you can get a durable blade for two bucks a blade, Taylor. That is the best deal you're going to get anywhere. Listeners of Let's Catch Up can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You will get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip. You'll get a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip. And you'll get rich shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated. And my skin looks beautiful, by the way. You'll also get a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. harrys.com slash bluewire to start shaving better today. All right, Taylor. 
So you said there were three teams in the NFC. We got to two of them. Now, let's turn our attention to the New Orleans Saints, yes. who beat the Cardinals yesterday in Drew Brees' first game back. Tell me why Showed you think no the rush. Saints... And I was worried. About, I was thinking, what are you doing putting your franchise quarterback back in when he could still be a little bit injured? Wow, was I wrong. Drew Brees showed absolutely no rust whatsoever. Alvin Kamara, like we said earlier, was out. Latavius Murray, it, it didn't even matter that Alvin Kamara was out. Latavius Murray completely came in there, carried the load, looked incredible. It almost makes you wonder, why are you not using Latavius Murray more when you've got, you still have it. You well, still have two strong backs back there. Let Latavius Murray kind of fill that role that Mark Ingram had last year because it was obviously Kamara and Ingram in the backfield. Now they've sent Ingram to Baltimore. Who's been great in Baltimore. Let Latavius Murray kind of fill that. And it's a little like a thunder and lightning situation when they've got both guys out there. I I love to see what Latavius Murray can do, but we know that this team really runs through Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Now, Drew Brees, over the last two seasons, they've brought his attempts way down as they've used Kamara more and And, more. But but how do you bring their attempts way down when you've got Michael Thomas? So they're the whole package on offense. They are absolutely the whole package on defense. I mean, offense. And now their defense, I think this is what makes the biggest difference this year, is that their defense hasn't given up 300 yards in four, now five, Five straight games. That's impressive. And what sticks out to me is the game they played against the Cowboys. Because to be able to win a game 12-10 without Drew Brees, that was the game that really stuck out in my mind as this team can do anything because they can win in multiple ways, which I think is what it's going to take to beat Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Here's why I'm going to go with you on the Saints. If we're talking NFC teams, I actually think over all of the teams that we discussed, that the Saints have put themselves in the best position to take down the Patriots. And that's because they have the veteran head coach in Sean Payton. They've got, they know they can win with or without Drew Brees having an amazing game or even being there at all. Mm-hmm. And they've got a defense that can contend. And we know that the Patriots defense is historic this season. Yeah. I think you're going to need it all to compete, obviously, in Foxborough. Of course, the Super Bowl would not be in Foxborough, but against the Patriots. To me, it's the Saints that check all the boxes if you're talking about an NFC team. That's what it is for me. If you had to choose one right now, NFC-wise, that could be on that level with the Patriots, who would it be for you? It'd be the Saints or the 49ers. I think think you're a little more impressed with the Niners. And not that I'm not impressed, but I think that's your vote at the moment, certainly from what you've seen. Uh I no, I like the Saints a lot too. Sure, but the I mean, look, the Niners what they did. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to say right now with what the Niners have done to the Browns, who we don't know exactly where they rank amongst all the teams in the league right now. They're not necessarily the top bar test. The Panthers were the Panthers. Yeah. That was a real test, and to drop fifty one. It's not like the Panthers' right. defense is something to laugh about either. So no. that was ridiculous. I mean, Keekley had an interception. I, I am not- excited for this Sunday. I mean, this yeah, this Sunday night, the game of the week, the Patriots against the Ravens. I know that we've discussed this before. I think that the Ravens are the real deal. I think we both do. I don't think that we both. Well, then let's shift to the AFC. I don't think that AFC. we think that the Ravens are going to beat the Patriots, but we think that they're one but of those let's, teams again, that let's have a chance. But let's, again, let's shift to the AFC. We just talked about three teams in the NFC. We talked about the Packers, the Niners, and the Saints. Let's shift to the AFC, okay? okay? Because I, to me, there are teams in the AFC that can also contend. It seems like the strongest contenders are in the NFC, but you're bringing up the Ravens right now, and I've told you, I do think the Ravens can play with them. I've seen it happen before, and even though this is a much different version, I think John Harbaugh, somewhere in his files, 
has knows, kn- and knows, knows what it takes blueprint to beat the he knows the Patriots. formula He's I think gone so too. toe-to-toe with Belichick. And even if it doesn't happen Sunday night, I think the Ravens are going to have another crack at the Patriots regardless. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. So I think they could do it. Now, one other team that we haven't really looked at, and I think they played an opponent on Sunday. You can say we don't know necessarily who the Raiders are, but the Texans, I'm going to stand by it. Yeah, I this guess, is this is your this is your team. You've been feeling this all I th- year. I think I'm stuck to this because we made predictions in the preseason, and I said I think Deshaun Watson is point, poised for an MVP season. I think he's going to be the MVP, and I think and over the course of the next offensive line get better and better and better. The trade for Tunzel changed everything, and I know the loss of JJ Watt. A lot of people are saying, "Wow, what are they going to do now?" Their leader in JJ Watt. I think JJ Watt. I don't think their defense necessarily ran through JJ Watt anymore. I don't think he's the heartbeat of the Texans. I think he's the face of the Texans, no doubt about it. And I like JJ Watt a lot, but this is Deshaun Watson's team. Is it not Taylor? Yes. I mean, the bottom line is this is Deshaun's team. I think JJ Watt Watt is a spectacular person. He's a tremendous football player, but this is not the blow that is going to end the season for the Texans. It will certainly be an excuse if they falter, but I don't think this is the end of their Super Bowl chance. They've got an opportunity. They can beat this team. And I've seen Deshaun Watson beat what we thought was unbeatable before. I've seen him beat Nick Saban in Alabama, and I think he can do the same thing to Bill Belichick and these terrifying Patriots. I think he can do it. I don't think Bill O'Brien, he certainly hasn't been the coach in the past that can beat the Patriots, but I think it can happen. Will it happen? I don't really think so, but can it happen? Deshaun Watson got kicked in the face and (laughs) threw a game-winning touchdown pass. Anything is possible with Deshaun Watson on the field. And frankly, I don't even think it was his most impressive play of the day. I thought the play that iced the game against the Raiders on third down, throwing across his body as he's running out of bounds, was actually a more impressive play. You're all so, in on the Texans. I like the Texans a lot. I think that they've got a good defense. Their biggest, like we said, their biggest X factor was that offensive line. T- the Tunzel the, trade changed right. everything. And it's getting better and better and better each week. They've got the quarterback, they've got the receivers. So and they don't love their secondary, but you know when you look across the league, look, you're a Ravens fan. No one's in love with their secondary. I, I don't. I don't. I personally, I love the Texans. I don't know if they're the team that I would choose to go up against the Patriots that have the best chance. But they're they're on this list. But I'm going to make sure list. as long as I'm here, they're on they're their on list. list. They're on the list because of Deshaun. All right, now no. we've got a huge yay or nay that I know we want to get to, and there's but a lot of excitement. Before that, things. yes, give it to me, Taylor. The holiday rush is coming, and if you sell your stuff online, you better get ready with ShipStation. With more people buying online than ever before, you have to be able to ship orders out quickly, efficiently, and affordably. But how do you keep track of all those orders, or decide which shipping carrier to use, or if you're getting the best rates? Luckily, ShipStation can help. With just a few clicks, you'll be managing orders, printing labels, and getting those products out the door and delivered in time for the holidays. No matter what you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone, which I know you and I both use. So much easier. Are you kidding me? How do you think I got all of this Halloween stuff to my house? 99%. ShipStation. On our phones. No wonder why ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Take the hassle out of holiday shipping this year. Let ShipStation help you handle it with ease. Just use my offer code BLUEWIRE to get 60 days free trial. That's two months free of no hassle, stress-free holiday shipping. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in BLUE. That's ShipStation.com, enter offer code 
blue ship station make ship happen did you say what you say okay, i said ship it, okay all right okay i mean you're allowed to do whatever you want here it's not i mean you could have said that i, just, I, I could have maybe, but I maybe you, you know really i know you were waiting for me to say it i was i thought you might so but remember use ship station and enter code blue that's right because you're listening to let's catch up through blue wire podcast so you better type in blue. see what we did there yeah i do see what we did all right are you ready for yay or nay do I'm you know how yay or nay works do you know how I this do. works I it's do. a difficult game it's a very difficult game right you've got a lot of choices here you have yay or you have nay i make a ridiculous or interesting statement or you do and the other one just decides whether it's a yay or nay it's gonna happen i'm gonna start not. us off Give because it i like it go for it give it to me i just want to get you your Texans fix in. Okay. All right. Let's go. Deshaun Watson had the best throw of the day on Sunday. Wow. Okay. So let's look at this. To me, a lot of people think this is just about Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. Now, we already discussed the Aaron Rodgers play where somehow he is being dragged to the ground, throws the ball. I think the torque he had on the ball is also incredible. The way the ball, mm-hmm. when, it, when it comes out of his hands, it actually doesn't even look like it could possibly drop in the field of play at all. So whatever English he put on the ball there is so remarkable. Whatever I don't touch. even understand what he did. So that to me seemed like potentially the, the throw of the day. But Deshaun Watson got kicked in the face. And still made He this. got kicked in the face and threw a game-winning touchdown pass. But I'm actually going to give a little love to somebody who didn't throw a touchdown pass. This was a pass out of his own end zone that led to a game-winning drive and a game-winning field goal kick by Adam Vinatieri. I'm going to give a little love to your guy, Jacoby Brissett. If you didn't see the end of the Colts game, everybody out there, go back and watch how the Colts won this game. Jacoby Brissett is being essentially sacked by Von Miller in the end zone, sheds Miller, rolls out, and just before getting to the, right as he's about to step out of bounds, throws the ball to T.Y. Hilton along the sideline, who's covered very well. The ball had to be put in one place and one place only, and Brissett put it there, and the Colts were able to come back and hit the game-winning kick, and I just wanted to give him a little love. I think so a lot of people. You I give think give him the. I'm going to give him. I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give him the throw of the day. I thought the pressure in that moment for Jacoby Brissett, a team that we. So all you're thought, saying nay to Deshaun Watson? I'm going to say nay. Here's why. Okay, no, we we already heard why. <laughs> because Andrew Luck is not there, and I just think that again when I see Jacoby Brissett I do something it. amazing, I'm, I'm giving give it to Aaron Rodgers. Okay, go for it. I like it. All right, here we go, Taylor. The 7-1 and one Saints are the best team in the NFC. Yay or nay? I'm going to say yay. Wow, I like it. I thought for sure you were going with the Niners here. No, I'm going to go with the Saints because I think that the Saints are better all around. And I think they had a test without Breeze that right. makes it... There's something scary and intriguing about that. There's now. something really scary and intriguing about without Breeze and without Kamara. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right about that. All right, what do you got for me? The Rams' Super Bowl window has closed. Yeah, this is interesting. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say yay. And that You've may been seem saying weird. this yeah. all year, though. Like, if you're right about this, I'm going to be stunned. Here's what it is. It's not, it's, not, it, it's not so crazy to say that this year it doesn't look like they're the no, team. No, no, it does, right? certainly doesn't look like they're the team but this year. But if you look window, you would think, oh, well, certainly with McVay and Goff and the young weapons, they're going to be right back there. But take a look at this, Taylor. Just look at their division. The Seahawks, well, the Seahawks don't seem to want to go away at all. They're a playoff team right now. The Niners are the best team in the NFC, and some people say maybe the best team in all of football. And the Cardinals clearly aren't going to stink forever because all of a sudden Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray figured that out. So just to get out of their division looks like it's a major pain. Then on top of that, 
The Bears won the NFC North last year. The Vikings arguably are the best team in the North this year. And Aaron Rodgers is obviously an MVP candidate. So everywhere I look in the NFC is a massive obstacle, and I haven't even discussed the Saints. And the Panthers are playing well without Cam Newton. So I'm sorry, this looks to me like they owned the NFC for one season. I also didn't talk about my Eagles or the Cowboys there. And you know the NFC East is always involved in any discussion about going to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to say it's shut. Okay. They were there. They were in it. And that's it. All right. Here I got one for you now. The Bills are a playoff team, Taylor. Yay. Sticking with the Bills. Sticking with the Bills. Ugly loss at home to the Eagles. Yeah. On an but ugly I, but day. But the rest of their season is pretty easy. I, I think you're right. Scheduling their wise. strength of schedule for the remaining schedule is very, very easy. So they're going to they're gonna make it in. And if it started today, the Bills are definitely exactly. a playoff team. So I like that. Of course, they play the Patriots again. But you're right. Outside of that, the schedule is very favorable. All right. What do you got for me? The Eagles saved their season with that win in Buffalo. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to put I'm going to, I'm going to give this one an or. I'm taking the or in the middle of year. No, we can't do that. You've specifically told me we cannot do that. I know I did. I, why do I make these rules? It's terrible. I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say nay. The Eagles to me saved the week, but I told you this much. I told you I would judge them on what they do against the Cowboys that I wouldn't make really any statement about the Eagles until I saw them play the Cowboys. And right now I saw them play the Cowboys once and you know what that looked like? Gross. It was gross. It was gross and it was over early and it was over late and it was over all over the place and they play the Cowboys. In fact, it was really not good that I was scared to come and you didn't even want to. Yeah, you did not. You did not want to see me. You were scared to text me that night. And frankly, they get to play the Cowboys again. I will judge them when they play the Cowboys again. Until then, save their season. Nay, nay, nay. All right. How about this, Taylor? Last one. This is a big one. And we're going to finish with a guy who's been a lot of fun. But Gardner Minshew should be the Jaguars' starting quarterback to begin the season next year, yay or nay? This is a tough one. It's really tough because of how much money the Jags paid Nick Foles. That's right. What, 88 million, mm. 45 guaranteed mm. with a 20-something signing bonus. Yep. But what are you At the do? same time, how do you take it away from Gardner Minshew? Look, I don't think you can. So what do you think here? I mean, you think this is he's going to start the season? Yeah, right? I mean, it doesn't mean, first of all, first yeah. of all, and a couple things. I mean, Nick yay. Foles, I like it. Give it a yay boldly. I'm, and I'm I'll say this yay. much. Who's the best backup quarterback in all of football over the Nick last Foles. 10 years? How about Nick Foles? You paid I mean, <laughs> a lot of money for the world's best backup quarterback. And, and guess what he did as a backup quarterback? Won them a Super Bowl. Super Bowl MVP backup quarterback. So you know what? I'll take that. And you know what you're investing in Gardner Minshew right now? Not much in regards to money. You don't have to pay Gardner Minshew right now. So you're paying yeah. your backup, then guess what? Pay your backup. The Eagles won a Super Bowl that way. I love that you said that, Taylor. All right. You know what Let's we're going to do up. later this week? Catch up. We've got a lot to catch up and on later this week. By the way, just so you know, the game of the week, we are... Patriots, Ravens. I know you have a lot to say. Shaking in our boots, we I will know, be. I know, and I know you don't want to say so many. I'm so excited. I know you're a little scared of it. I, I'm which a little is perfect, scared. But it'll be Halloween. It'll be Halloween next time we speak. Uh, I cannot wait. I can't but wait. Let's catch, catch up. up.